How we doing, people? It's Mark here from the Throwback Store, and you're watching episode two of the Throwback Podcast. I'm here with my distinguished co-host. Don't need to tell you his name because, yeah, social distancing. Uh, I'm here with Ginger Shack. So, on this episode, we've got some things we want to kind of go through. Uh, firstly. I appreciate everybody who uh, like shared, commented, watched, all that good stuff with the first episode. Uh, we love doing it and it got a really good response. So that's why we've had a pretty quick turnaround and gone straight into uh, straight into episode two. Uh, we've got some comments from the YouTube that we're going to go through, uh, some interesting comments. <laughs> that we're going to go through, uh, give our opinions on on some of the takes that, that kind of come back from that. And then we're going to go on to some other stuff, uh, our favourite jerseys, our favourite jerseys in our collection, sneakers, our favourite sneakers in our collection, and loads of other stuff. So I'll start off with some of the comments that we got from the last podcast which a couple are quite interesting wouldn't you say yeah there's um some of them were a bit weird but i think they were i think they were more spam bots well i, um, I like i like that it gives you something to talk about doesn't it but what i'll do is i'll read one out the first one controversially says do you reckon UK basketball wouldn't be so shit if they got rid of the gimmicky names and just went with cities with great jerseys. Imagine a sky blue 90s style Mitchell and Ness with Coventry on the front. I reckon if they made it all more aesthetically pleasing rather than half empty sports halls and get some excitement into it, people would be interested. Look at what happened with darts. So I'll let you tee off on that one, and then I'll give my opinion. Just unravel all of that. Yeah. Okay. Very solid point. Very solid. Would be great. We're talking glitz, glam, fireworks, pyro. Really cool stuff. Of course. But do you know what that costs? And exactly. Exactly. Money. Yeah, it definitely does. We ain't got none. Do you know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day, um, we're talking about a sport that couldn't get government funding. Do you know what I mean? Like Sad, which is so sad. It is. And we could probably do an entire episode on talking about the finances on British basketball. But enough fantastic podcasts have covered it. Um, at the end of the day, yeah, like the, there is, there does need to be a complete image overhaul for the league. Um, the the league badge itself is quite static; it doesn't bring out vibrant colours. The fact that when you Google BBL, it comes up with Big Bash League cricket in yeah. Australia. It's little things like that. Um, they did try it with the with the basketball all stars um, that was actually run by Matchroom, um, but rather than play normal basketball, they've done like. There was no timeouts. There was a five-point spot. It was all kind of a bit jazzy. Um, 
the jerseys themselves, I get it. If they were a lot more clean, you'd yeah. probably rock them. If they weren't made by Kappa, you'd probably rock them. The thing with um, the jerseys is as well, is the sponsors all over the jerseys. Yeah, that was my next point. But they've got no money, so they need these sponsors. So it, it, it's a catch-22 in that. You want these I mean, you look at the... like like this one I'm wearing just for argument's sake, just a blue jersey with white writing and no sponsor and just NBA. But unfortunately, the BBL haven't got the money the NBA's got, so it's it's difficult, isn't it? Like they need all that. But like, you look at teams like Leicester. Leicester do a lot. Leicester Leicester do a hell of a lot uh, with their team. And the London Lions jersey from this season with the, just LDN was super clean, was super, super clean. Uh, we, we could talk all night. He mentions, he mentions gimmicks and he mentions darts, which the irony in that comment in itself is that the reason darts is so big is due to gimmicks. <laughs> So he's saying he doesn't want it to be gimmicky, but the reason darts is so big is because they've got walkout music and because they've got yeah. stupid names. And I think the biggest thing is that let's not mess around here. Anyone says they're going for a day at the hockey, they're going to Ali Pali. Yeah? yeah. Like, so for me, that's a two hour train journey. Mm. On that two hour train journey, if you're with the boys, that's that. Exactly. You're drinking, aren't it's you? Like, Four hours. It's that. Do you know what I mean? Like, you go into a basketball game. If you're going to a basketball game, you're going because you enjoy the sport. Yeah, not. And my biggest reference point. Balls. Yeah, my biggest reference point, and the way that I explained it when I spoke to people that are up there in the BBL in terms of like commercial structure, was if you spend all your time watching Premier League football, and you love football, and the easiest sport you can watch is non-league, you're not going to see the same kind of talent. Well, exactly. Well, exactly. No, that's, not, that's not to discredit like the players in the BBL. They are super talented. Yeah, yeah. But they don't get paid what they get paid in the EuroLeague. They don't get paid what they get paid in Spain. They don't get paid anywhere near as much as they do in the, the NBA, in the G League. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And again, it all comes down to money. You can't, you can't do it. On top of the jerseys, as you said, um, yeah, they would probably look really cool if there was just clean. You know, the cleanest one is probably the London Lions. Other than that is probably the Leicester Riders. Yeah. But these are also two very successful teams that have a lot of money and financial backing. Well, yeah. Cheshire exactly. from Eastern New Jersey. And it literally says Cheshire. Yeah. Here. But like everything else is covered in logos. And, and I don't discredit the teams. I get why they've got to do it. They have to make money. They have to sponsor, have jersey sponsors. The, the players themselves have player sponsors. So, you know, their jersey has to... It's just... It's, it's money. As simple as that. Like, they don't need gimmicks. Just give it a go. When we can go back to visiting sports and watching indoor sports, go and watch a BBL game. I guarantee if you love basketball, you'll love it. As simple as yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. And just to kind of discredit the point that says half-empty sports halls. The two teams that I've been watching, well, there was three, but the Royals are gone now. But the London Lions and the Cheshire Phoenix, 
some of the best facilities in the country. It's the copper box uh, for the Lions, which is the facility itself is absolutely fantastic. And uh, Ellesmere Port Sports Village is brilliant. And like you've got next door, you've got five guys and you've got a cinema. and You can make a proper night out of the basketball. You can go and get some food. You can go to the basketball. You can go, I think there's bowling there as well. So it's great. Obviously, the predicament we're in at the moment, it's difficult. But yeah, anyway, I'll get on to another comment. That was yeah. uh, that was sent by somebody. Somebody was agreeing with you, which was strange. Okay. Uh, this one is from Melvy, who I think is Suns UK, because it's got the Suns UK logo. Yeah. So unless it might just be a fan of the Suns UK, but I'm assuming it's him. Uh, really enjoyed this, boys. Takes me back to talking with my pals. Agree, G Shack cannot mix. Agree, G Shack, you cannot mix Adidas with Nike slash Jordan. I think the 35 are the first performance Jordan that had wore as a lifestyle since maybe the 22s. And then Amari jersey, heart, heart, heart eye emojis. So we were talking about the 35s. Firstly, let's go to him agreeing with you, which is which is nice. And we both agreed that. You can't be rocking Nike socks with Adidas or a Nike trackie with a pair of Yeezys. It, it, it's just all a bit mad. Since we spoke about it, I went to Nando's, lad rocks up, white socks, black trackies, got his socks tucked in his trackies, he's got Adidas original socks on, boys floating about in a pair of Vapormax. Oh no, get out. Do you know when you just want to go like... Yes. Have a word for yourself, son. One, yeah. you don't deserve chicken. Yeah. Two, yeah, yeah. Get out my face. Yeah, I bet you, I bet you any money he doesn't... I bet he has like... I bet he doesn't even have a medium spice. I bet, I bet, I bet he's just... It's all light work, isn't it, in the... He's on that, he's on that coconut and lime vibe. Yeah, can't be dealing with them people. Uh, yeah, so... The 35s, I was kind of on the fence. You were saying, you, you, depending on the colourway, you could definitely rock it as a kind of lifestyle shoe. The 22s, if I can remember rightly, I'll, put, I'll pop a picture up so everybody can see. I do remember the 22s. But the only thing I can think of back, just off the top of my head, was the 18s were probably the last one with a like strap over the front. But yeah, I agree. With the right colourway, the 35s could definitely be be a lifestyle shoe. Uh, and the last comment was from Alessandro Totti, who again agreed with us, which is always nice, because we do talk some shit. Completely agree with the point about not having Jordan on the statement jerseys. Also disrespectful to other players like Bron and Kobe, almost claiming no one will ever supersede Jordan. I don't know, but I don't like it. Nike is enough. Which we both said Nike is enough. Uh, I mean, I've, 
I've now had a statement jersey in hand with the jumpman on it. Um, it just feels a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it feels fake. Yeah, it's just <laughs> odd. I mean? It's just an odd. It's just an odd, odd yeah. kind of thing. So we'll jump in to what we're jumping into today, which is a little bit of a delve into our our yeah, that's it. That I like that into our jersey collection and our kind of psyche and our sneaker collection and all that kind of stuff. So, firstly, I will ask you, what is your favourite NBA jersey of all time? Of all time. No one's going to expect this, but the red 90s Atlanta Hawks with Steve Smith with the Hawk on the front it's just them big logo jerseys. They go hard, man. Big fan of that. The colours are nice. It's vibrant. It's almost mental enough that it could be a fashion piece on top of a basketball jersey. Yes. And it's also available on the throwback store now in size small. So, yeah. Elliot, maybe. Don't know. You're, you're little. Uh so, little, little man. Yeah. So mine was, and it's kind of like just kind of takes me back to uh, the era in which kind of I got into basketball. Was the uh, Vince Carter uh, big Raptor uh, purple Raptors jersey, uh, like the Vince Carter rookie? That is for me. Matt Shearer will be happy about this from. Uh, Raptors UK uh, UK Raptors whichever way around that is uh, yeah that one it just takes me back to a time when I was first properly getting into basketball and that jersey all stu- always stood out to me and it was laughed at at the time but now again like you've just said with with the uh, the Hawks jersey it is more of a fashion piece now everybody loves a Vince Carter jersey especially now he's He's retired. Uh, so, yeah, that is that is mine. And two solid jerseys there, probably from around about the same era. Those big logos. Do you know what's ironic? The previous comment that we were talking about in the pod about it not being gimmicky, we've both just named quite gimmicky jerseys. Yeah, massively. Favourite all-time jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but no, I mean, I think they, they are, they transcend the sport. Like, they just look cool. Yeah, definitely. Like you don't even have to like basketball to kind of like to like you know the big hawk or like well, exactly. the, the purple dinosaur. Like you know, they're just cool. They're just yeah. they're fresh. They're, I like them definitely. So now we'll go to what's your favorite jersey in your collection? Oh wait, there. What's going? Oh okay. So. I'll let you explain it to the people who might be listening on Spotify. So it is a white Michael Jordan, Mitchell and Ness Authentic, with the Larry O'Brien trophy on the top right corner. Yeah. The NBA logo on the left hand side. Anybody that's had an authentic in hand will know that the quality of them is unreal. 
Unbelievable. Um, it's also got obviously the shiny lettering, which everyone loves. Just all in all, it's I've got plenty of Jordan jerseys. Um, I've got a red twenty three. I've got a you know a, a, a red forty five. I've in fact got two red twenty three. That one um, for me was kind of one of my grail pieces. It was one of them sort of like I've got I've got to do it. Um, and I think I even discussed it with you beforehand. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know, what do you think? And I very nearly went for the 45. Um, but you saved yourself there because you then sold me a 45, so. Yes. Yes. Right. So, psychologically. Up here for thinking, down there for dancing. Yes. So, mine is. Yes. The Charles Barkley 1991. Uh, red with the big Sixers logo. Again, quite gimmicky. Quite gimmicky. Uh, with the stars and the 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 just all the all the stuff going on. I'm gonna call it like a swoosh. Swoosh. Yeah. Almost tie-dye. Almost, yeah. In the middle. Uh it's the number thirty-two that Barkley wore for one season. Uh to kind of stand beside his brother Magic Johnson when he was going through all his stuff and he retired, so yeah, that's, that's my grail piece. It's probably the most expensive piece in my collection as well. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's like, like, like we said, but very, very gimmicky. Whereas the Jordan one that you've just shown is, is clean. And the, the Barkley one as well is a champion original as well, just for anybody yeah. who's on Spotify. Uh, it's direct straight from 91, nearly 30 years old now. So still holding hey. up, still holding up. So now, from jerseys to one of our other passions, which is sneakers. Yep. So what is your favourite sneaker of all time? Basketball related, we'll stick to. All right, yeah, okay. Um, I mean, it's quite a simple one. Air Jordan 1, Chicago. Yeah. Um, you know, it's. I don't even think much needs to be said. Like that, that kind of epitomizes, like, for me, it epitomizes the colorway is when you put certain colors on a shoe, and anyone else that releases a shoe in a similar color is automatically referred to as a Chicago. We had Dunks come out earlier this year, and they were like, like Dunk Chicago. Yeah. Nothing about them was Chicago related, literally just the colors. Yeah. And the fact that them colors aren't the colors of Chicago, they're the team. But not the actual state says yeah. it all, really. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, you, you've took the words out of my mouth. I don't really need to say much more. That's what I was going to say. I think, as a basketball fan, uh, I think that 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 is it, isn't it? That's where it all started. Yeah. The kind of sneaker game uh, and everything since then. Everybody's kind of jumped on that Jordan sneaker. So I'm um, I'm with you exactly exactly the same. So, going on to flying through today, flying. It's like we've done this before. Almost, um, isn't it? Yeah. Going on to what's your favourite sneaker in your collection? I've got a pair. I've got a pair of pristine Patrick Ewins. Okay. Um, it's not them. Yeah, but you're just bringing that up, just just yeah. in passing. Just because they're, they're like submarine boots. Um, my favourite sneaker, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen him. He 
Kobe five, five times champions pro tros that dropped this year on Mamba Day. They are the standard Lakers color for you guys that are listening on Spotify. Uh, we've got carbon fiber on the underside. And we've got the Mamba logo. Love that gum so. We've obviously got the Mamba logo here on the front. The, the and on the inside, gum. it's great because it says Kobe Bryant LA. And then on the inside, we have all of the years that he won the championship in LA. Um, obviously, probably would have loved this sneaker anyway. Would have been amazing. Obviously, carries a little bit more of a sentimental value now due to the unfortunate passing of Kobe. Um, so to be able to get what I believe is only maybe one of 20 pairs that were dropped in the UK, um, it's pretty amazing, to be honest. And as a Bulls stan, I've sat on this podcast and picked the Hawks jersey as my favourite. Yes. And, and I've that- also picked a Kobe as my favourite shoe. <laughs> so... Uh, Chai Town, Chai Town, don't be coming at me. Still yeah. love you, Bulls Nation. Still love you. But you did, you did pick a, a Jordan jersey as your favourite out your collection. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with the Travis Scott Jordan One Brown Cream Soul. Don't hate me; these have been worn pretty a lot. I do wear my kicks, so got to though. Like yeah. you don't buy them just to look at them. Well, exactly. I do try to look after them, but I don't know. I live in St. Helens. It's like walking through the sewer. So, yeah, uh, like, like like a ninja turtle. So, yeah, so that's my favourite chief from my collection. I was, like, stoked to get this. And, like, I've, to be fair, I've not had it off. So that's why it does look pretty worn and stuff. But, yeah, uh, the Travis Scott one, I think he's done amazing with his collaboration with Jordan and, Everything he's put out really is kind of, especially all the Jordans, have all banged. So, I think yeah. the fours banged. I think the fours banged. I like them. Yes. Um, there is. I've I've seen rumorings of an, an alternate colorway, oh. and a backwards swoosh one. So it's big, but I don't like it. I mean, I'm not big on that one. You've got there anyway. Yeah. Like, but I'm also going to be honest and be like. If I could have copped a pair, yeah, you, you can bet I would have. Like just for what they are, yeah. Um, but the swoosh is the same color as the upper, and the inside is more cream. Okay. It just looks a bit backwards. Yeah, like it's literally the reverse. Um, not a fan, but they're they're yeah. they're hype beast central, aren't they? Yeah, hype beast central. I mean, the guy saw Big Max, uh, Travis Scott Big Max, and they were on StockX. Yeah, like, say no more. Say no more. Say no more. So, we've talked about hype beasts and we've talked about jerseys. And so, what do you think of like jerseys as like we've mentioned it there? You mentioned it with the Steve Smith jerseys as a fashion piece. Like, do you think it's good? Do you think it's what do you think about uh, like well, like NBA players for argument's sake wearing other players' jerseys and stuff like that? Um, I think obviously there's a there's a there's an acceptance if they're a Hall of Famer, if they're all time. I mean, you've got It who at the time was playing for the Celtics, and he turned up at the arena wearing a, an Allen Iverson. You know, that's you couldn't imagine. You know, he couldn't have rocked up wearing a Ben Simmons or something like that, or yeah. you know, even you know a, a, a Carter Williams or or whatever. You know, like while we're talking about uh, you know Sixers legends. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. But I think it's it is cool. Like it's it's a cool it's a cool look. Um, I think it's still very much a North American thing. I think for us guys over this side of the pond, um, the whole wearing a jersey as a fashion piece kind of hasn't transcended the the sort of what you're wearing that for. Yeah. Um, but I do see some great fits. I mean, the people we hang around with, the people we spend time with, it's not uncommon to see someone rocking, you know, an insane jersey. We see Premier League football players wearing them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think they're great as a fashion piece. They're great for women as a fashion piece. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of women wear them. They look great. Um, I did see someone requesting that Mitchell and Nest on a woman's range. Um, I don't think it'll look the same because women's, women's jerseys and women's football tops, that kind of thing, tend to be more fitted. Fitting the whole vibe is the fact that it looks cool. Yeah, baggy. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I'd, I rock. Like you've got a jersey on now. Like, you know, that you're wearing, you know, a Sixers jersey. You can easily wear that out and about. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's got a signature on the back list, so possibly... So I probably wouldn't wear it out and about. Yeah. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, anybody who's on Spotify, it's a game-worn, Drew Holiday, Sixers jersey, just... Just flexing. Yeah, just flexing. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I seen Kuzma wearing a Van Exel, which was cool. DeRosa wearing a Colby. Uh, I think these things are cool. I think, like you say, I think it's more a North American thing. With the people who we see, like who we hang around with and who 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 are in the community, I think yeah. people wear some dope fits with jerseys. Uh, with shorts as well, like I think I think that could be a thing. Uh, but it's difficult. Like you see Mitchell and Ness do these one-off kind of Independence Day and Chinese New Year and I don't know if I'm fond of them what's your thoughts on those kind of releases I've got a pair of false Independence Day shorts I'm much more a fan of the shorts than I am the jerseys yeah I feel like I can accept the shorts because they're shorts whereas yeah. the jerseys there's a bit of a sour taste in your mouth because they're not game jerseys they're not what yeah. were war in games um the Chinese New Year, they, you know, they're really cool. The the gold ones, they're cool. The only one I'd probably say that I would have that aren't a game one is, you know, you've got. I wouldn't say no to a gold MJ. Yeah, like, it is what it is. Like it's, it's a cool jersey, um, but the shorts and stuff like they look great. You could be rocking just a plain simple white tee. A snapback, trucker hat, anything you want. Stick on a pair of Mitchell Ness shorts. The Independence Day, the Chinese New Year, the um, the gold, the platinum. You, you know yeah. the the floral. They all look great. They're they're perfect. They're Absolutely. comfortable as well. They have pockets. You know, a nice pair of kicks. You're sorted. You know, but um, yeah, the jerseys themselves, they're they're questionable at times. Um, can't help feel like they might just be capitalising on the sort of. I need to have everything. I want yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sort of yeah. feeling. Uh, I'm not a massive fan of, of the jerseys. Uh, like you say, the like uh, legend edition Colby's that have come out, the gold and the purple, I think they are, and the gold Jordan, the authentics. The quality's great. Uh, I can understand why. 
I think they were called Premium Edition, actually. The Jordans were definitely called Premium Edition. Uh, but... I think, the, um, I think the Kobe was the Hall of Fame, wasn't it? Yes, 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 it is. Because yeah. they've done Kobe, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, it, it is what it is. I, I'd always, I wouldn't personally buy them, but like you say, there will be people out there who will. Uh, yeah. Some some things are so bad that they're good, <laughs> and people will buy them for that reason. Uh so moving on, we meant I mentioned a couple of players there, uh, Damadi Rosen and Kuzma. But going on to like players, who are who who are some of your favourite players in regards to what they were, uh, the style, uh, the fits, all that kind of stuff. Well, it's not Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I'll get that off the bat. Going building something like yeah. Well, he will be with all the um, bricks he throws up. <laughs> Insert laughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just go. Yeah, I'll put the laughter, the laughter in. If you want. Um, no, I mean, I think to be fair, the obvious one to say is like PJ Tucker. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's the sneaker don. He's got everything. He rocks some amazing fits. He does play for Houston. So Houston have got the red carpet. There's a little bit of added, you know, je ne sais quoi about how much they want to, you know, you're not going to rock up in a tracksuit and you've got to walk along a red carpet and have people taking photos. You know, well, his Instagram account's based around it, so yeah. And you've got the big three, in some will say, in regards to fashion in PJ Tucker, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. So there's that kind of uh, friendly rivalry with those yeah. three guys bouncing off each other. Uh, my, my personal favourite's probably... Kelly Oubre, I think Kelly Oubre's super dope. I think uh, some of his fits can be a little bit out there, but a lot of it is just really cool. Just, just, just really cool. Always got a nice pair of kicks on, and pairs it well with what he wears. I remember him getting fined for wearing the Supreme sleeve, uh, which again is dope. I think I like that kind of bringing something different to the game and. Kelly's just one of them players who just stands out to me as maybe once Westbrook and Harden have gone, he'll kind of take up that mantle of being one of the one of the cooler players in the league. Uh, along with Kuz. Look at LeBron as well. Like his fashion's understated. Yeah. Le- LeBron himself has got, you know, some great fits. Yeah, he's lucky, you know, he's got some great connections with Nike, lifetime contract. Gets all the kicks that he wants, you know, he's got the collab with John Elliott. Yeah. And all of these sort of things that come out. You're never going to see LeBron in a trash pair of kicks. No. Simple no. as that. You know no. what I mean? So, yeah. So, and it's, it all goes back, stems back to, like, you, you look at, like, Alan Iverson. But even before that, you look like Michael Jordan at the Barcelona Olympics in that two-piece. <laughs> like, that, that, that was dope. Do you know what I mean? That's, like, what people were like, look at this guy here in this, like, this two-piece is the best basketball player in the world and he looked at him as that kind of style icon as well as an icon on the court. And I think that kind of moved on a little bit, but the NBA kind of tried to hold it back. And then when Alan Iverson come on the scene and just dressed how he dressed, did what he did, 
had that kind of, uh, well, I was going to say he dressed like a rapper, but rappers dressed like Alan Iverson. I think that was the... Yeah, he just had, he just had his own sort of vibe. Like, he was just rogue. Yeah. Like, he just yeah. dressed how he wanted to, like, you know, um, how many people years ago were wearing, you know, tracksuit bottoms that were five sizes too big for them in. Exactly. Do you know I, what I mean? Like, I was, I was, I was. So if he influenced this, like, white kid from St. Helens, I don't know who else he's influenced worldwide. And when you think about it, he basically influenced an entire jersey brand Yeah. in Reebok. Because yeah. if you have a Reebok jersey, they are bigger than normal jerseys. Exactly. And that's because Iverson loved a massive jersey. Exactly. So like, you know, they're spearhead athletes. Yeah. Let's just make him dead big and baggy. Yeah, yeah, he can't, he he killed the game, didn't he? And even people now, I was watching the uh, All the Smoke podcast with Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson, and they were saying that they were so influenced by Alan Iverson, and they were players at the time. And even now, people are still influenced by him. What he dress, how he dresses, how he is. Uh, I think it's. If you're authentic, if you're real, if you're yourself, that will always resonate regardless. And I think that's what Alan Iverson was. It was completely authentic. He wasn't pretending or trying to be somebody yeah. he wasn't. Uh, and it must, the NBA must have been a little bit worried because then they put the dress code in to try to combat that. Uh, so that kind of, inf- he, he definitely influenced the culture, but like the higher ups, were kind of a little bit worried at where the NBA was going and kind of uh, the look of the NBA and how it was going to start to look. And I don't think then they'd have believed that there'd be red carpets at games and how influential basketball players are to the fashion industry. And they are. Like, you know, you look at... I mean, any shoe drop, yeah. Any big shoe drop, bar it being a Yeezy, is basketball influenced in some way. Definitely, definitely. You know, like there's 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 an essence of like it's around a basketball silhouette, or it's you know whether it be an off white or whatever. Like there's some form of little little taster yeah. for, uh, for that to be a basketball influence. Definitely, and it is like it's probably one of the most influential leagues in the world. Around fashion, oh, simple well, as that. Jordan Dior says it all, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, that's kind of. I think we touched on that on the on the last podcast. We did. Uh, yeah, so I think we've 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 done well here. We've we flew through all the topics we wanted to hit. Wow! Oh, wow. Bang! 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 Uh, again, thank you for listening. If you have listened or watching on YouTube, uh, if you want to comment. At the beginning of every podcast, we'll go through a couple of the comments and kind of dissect them and talk about them. So do do comment, whether it's on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube, or, or my Facebook, whichever one. Uh, comment and we'll, we'll try and read a couple out and dissect what you're saying and try and get our points across and your points across and we'll do all that. But other than that, as I say, thanks for watching. Uh, subscribe, like, comment, and do all that stuff. And yeah, peace out.